welcome to Shiny New Clients, the marketing podcast that helps you attract shiny new clients to your business. We'll talk about social media, what makes people buy, how to go viral, and marketing psychology, all in 20 minutes or less. Whether you're a coach, a stylist, or a wedding planner, if you've got a service-based business to sell, this is the show you need to fill your calendar. I'm Jenna Warner, your new marketing coach, and this is Shiny New Clients. Sitting across from me on the internet is Sam Garcia, who is a business coach and the best-selling author of Regenerative Business. And I got to tell you guys, we've already started gabbing, and then I thought, I better just tap record so that we can bring you into this conversation. I mean, we were just talking about how woo we could be in this conversation. So, I mean, I was about to ask you before you hit record, what's your sun, moon, and rising? <laughs> okay, I don't Are you know willing that. to reveal this on your podcast? <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that language. I don't know a lot of the language, but I'm so aware that when you get to a certain level of business, mindset and woo is absolutely unavoidable and inevitable. Like so much of this game is how we're approaching it inside our heads, inside our noggins, if you will. Yeah. No, I mean, I always say you can build a muggle-based business, but like, why wouldn't you employ the unseen energies that could support you? (laughs) For the people who are like, did they just say woo? What does that mean? Tell us what you mean by unseen energies. Tell us an intro to woo for the wooless. Some people hate this term of like woo-woo and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all about the cheeky stuff. So I, I lean into it. I call myself a witch. I do actual magical ritual. I'm into astrology. I'm into human design. I will use everything at my disposal in order to support myself and my spiritual connection and the texture of my universe. And Woo can be so many different things. Some people are just like mindset coaches. And I was like pretty into the woo space and I was like anti-mindset. And it wasn't until like I actually got really into mindset that my business really started taking off. So it's <laughs> I'm I'm pro mindset, but some people who are just on the mindset, which is kind of it, it can be pretty sterile. <laughs> it's like beliefs and your thoughts and all these things. Um Uh, That's really powerful. Some people in that category would consider themselves woo and spiritual. Then there's the people who are doing like straight up witchcraft. (laughs) Then there are people who are just into astrology. So it's a huge world over here that can be really fun to explore and can really, really support your business. I also have a marketing agency. I am a Virgo, so I'm like hyper practical, but I also am like super duper into spirituality because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you use stuff that could actually support your physical 3D world actions? I feel like when you're in this newer level of business and you're in it for maybe a couple of years and somebody says like manifest or woo or mindset, you're like, you know what? Can I just have someone take control of my calendar? Can I just get back to all of my emails? And then maybe once I have this under control, I'll go do that next thing. But like, can somebody please just help me? I actually have seen people complain about this online that when people at more advanced level of business or who have found themselves in a more lucrative business are telling you more high level mindset and spiritual stuff. And they just want to know how many weekly emails to send to their list. So when I first signed on with a business coach, I didn't actually know I was signing on with a mindset person. I was there for the business strategy. And I'm so glad that she gifted to us that it was secretly... (laughs) I was in like a big state of burnout at that point. And so I don't know that I would have been ready for this language or this like way of thinking. Yeah, no, it it is something where 
I found myself in in a niche where I was doing online launches and managing online launches and putting together online launches for spiritual online businesses. A friend of a friend hired me, did it for a few years, and then started actually being like, oh, I could make a business out of this and just started booking a bunch of clients, especially because people who have spiritual businesses, they try and hire marketers to do stuff for them, but it, it feels really gross and it feels icky and it feels like the wrong tech. And so having a team of all women, like mostly queer women who are into spirituality stuff and hiring, being able to hire us was just like this rush of fresh air. There we go. And so the business became really easy and more and more and more and more. And I also was like at this burnout point where that's when I found the mindset stuff of it helped me charge more and help me charge what in every time you raise your prices, I'm sure everyone listening knows this, or you're like on the verge of knowing this. <laughs> Where like every time you raise your prices, you're convinced you're never going to get a client again. You're convinced that no one's going to hire you and all of your clients are going to fire you. And it's just not true. It's like, maybe, I mean, maybe some of your clients won't continue working with you, but there are like such a big, big world of people who are ready to hire you. And it, it starts unlocking so much freedom Either because you can take on less clients or you can hire more people to support you. Well, we're going with that, but I think it's a good point. I don't either, but I'm I like where we ended up. I think it's so important to know. And if you're looking for an intro to mindset and what we even mean by that, how about the realization that there are people at every tier willing to pay you whatever? People often ask me with social media management costs, and I say anywhere from two hundred to ten thousand dollars a month. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? People will charge you anything. People will pay anything. And that mindset work can help you lead into realizing there is another market out there for you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, there isn't, I I promise you, people won't pay what I charge. This is, this is what we're talking about. (laughs) This is what I mean. (laughs) You know, it's really easy in the online space for this um, because there is like a global world. There's so many people you can work with, but it gets a little trickier when you start thinking about local businesses. But I've had a client who did personal training essentially, but like a weirder version with like somatics and all this stuff to affect your nervous system. And she, I was just like, you just have to double your prices. Like this is your homework for the week, double your prices. And she booked out (laughs) her entire thing that week. In a small town in Oregon, you guys. <laughs> That's fantastic. So it, it, yeah, it's just, it's not like the pricing thing is such a fun topic to, to go into. And, and with mindset stuff, I like to, I like to think about, um, just this is the the ground that we're planting our seeds into when you can get really good at what you're working with in your brain. And if you can really have fertile still to plant in, then so many beautiful things can grow because you're, you're the garden that you're growing could be full of like thorns and nothing you want to eat, or you can have it being planted with stuff that is beautiful and that you actually want to eat. If you liked that analogy, dear listener, then just go buy Sam's book immediately. <laughs> the- Here, I'll, I'll give I'll give the spiel. <laughs> And also, if you want, you can go to my website for the first two chapters as a, a freebie. It's thedirtyalchemy.com slash free dash chapters. I'll put it in, um, the, in the show notes there. First of all, some background is that I have been living on Maui for the last 10 years. Are we both from the Midwest? Are you from the Midwest? I feel no, like I remember. I'm in Canada. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm from Michigan. And I was like, I felt like a Midwest vibe from you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not far from Michigan. So for the past 10 years, I've lived on Maui and ended up marrying a regenerative farmer. And I was into it before marrying him. But 
With regenerative farming, we are looking at how would nature grow food growing systems versus how does humans humans design food growing systems? And I, I promise this will relate to your business. If we're thinking about the way that humans design food growing systems, if if you have a garden in your yard and you, if anyone has gardened, or you could just imagine a garden in your yard and you plant out your lettuce and your kale and some sunflowers and you leave in the middle of summer and it's the, the hottest heat of summer, it's dry. If you leave it for a week to go on vacation and you don't either hire someone to come in and take care of it for you, it's going to die. Versus nature, the way nature grows food growing systems is with forests. So that could be like the Amazon rainforest. It could be like a forest in your backyard. But if you leave that forest for a week or a month or years, nothing happens. Well, actually a lot happens, but all for its furthered abundance. It's further success and thriving. So we realize that nature, and we are all a part of nature, whether you live in a city or not, we have these nature-based bodies and we live in nature-based cycles, whether you want to separate yourself from them or not. We have found it time and time again, like if you live more according to nature, like unprocessed foods or not looking at blue light at night or like all of these things, the science shows like this is supportive of us as humans. So with our business, we don't have to base our businesses, which are classically designed the way a factory is built. That's how humans design businesses, factories, which suddenly makes you a cog in the machine. If we then look at, okay, how would nature design our business? It is so different than a factory. It is not about continued growth all the time. Of course, it's about thriving and abundance and all, all these things, but it's not about like endless growth, fast as can be, like fuck your body, like fuck all the people, let's exploit them all. And like, they're just buyers. We don't care about them and what they get. Like, let's just make them buy. Like, that's how humans have designed <laughs> businesses. When we look at instead what nature does, it's, it's just a whole different thing. So it's it's about our thriving. It's about the earth thriving. And with re bringing it back to regenerative agriculture, we're, we're trying to have these food growing systems that nature would design. So that is not only does it create food and more nutrient dense food, so a better product that is better for the people who eat it. It also takes better care of the workers and it leaves a byproduct of this more fertile soil. So why it's called regenerative in and of itself is it's leaving the land better than it was before. So we're not just thinking about the exploited product. We're not just thinking about the output. The entire system is thriving. All of the elements are thriving and getting better. I'll stop there. Please never stop. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Was my understanding when listening to the audio version of your book my understanding was like, okay, in my business, we live on a lake. We live in a somewhere similar to Michigan, very short, beautiful season. And the rest of the time it's cold and slushy. And so mm -hmm. the way that I design my business is in summer, we chill. And the team and I know that we like take on fewer new clients. We enjoy the summer. I try and work four days a week instead mm -hmm. of nine. And then in winter, I put my head down. And I work, work, work. And winter in my head is always work season. And a friend of mine was like, no, Jenna, winter is for rest. And I was like, wait, am I doing it wrong? And then in your book, it kind of, I felt, told me I was allowed to do what I wanted. As long as I yeah. honor some sort of cycle, it doesn't yeah. need to be winter's rest and summer's growth. I think it's silly that 
people try and tell other people what they should do when your body will tell you what you want to do. I am again for I can I grew up in a really strong four season environment, Michigan, like minimum four month heavy winter. And I considered that a work time because like, yeah, you want to like go out and play and there's like some family time, but like you're not, it's versus, it's very different than like 10 PM sun is going down. So you want to play all day into the night and like all these things. So I have the exact same uh, association in my body of summers are for play. That's for time off. Winter is when I go in and I'm just like, that's when I read. That's when I do. That's when I'm like, whatever. So whatever you decide for you is perfect. It doesn't matter what the, the season is outside. Some people love working on weekends because no one bugs them versus like, oh, you have to have a weekend because da, 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 da. it's like, no, you have to make sure that you are building in the cycles that fit for you and your natural inclinations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I used to judge people who worked on the weekends because like, we're not supposed to, and you're supposed to have rest, but like not getting phone calls and emails and Slack pings on a Saturday, I can actually sit and do creative writing. And I probably shouldn't have been so judgy before. (laughs) (laughs) You live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. When people join my program, Magic Marketing Machine, one of the first things that we, that I talked to them about is having cycles for sales, because I find a lot of service-based business owners, especially women, because typically, you know, we're givers and selling all the time also kind of sucks. And a lot of people mentally, it's a lot to wrap your head around to always be selling. So I'm always encouraging people to have seasons of sales. If you know back to school is a big time for you. If you know Christmas is a big time for you. If you know you want to sell right now, get everybody on a wait list and then don't sell for the next six months and like play that out. And it's actually a lot for people to wrap their head around because it feels wrong. And I guess what you're saying is because that's how our economy and like the factories are structured, we think it's wrong, but it's actually in my experience, way easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And one side of this is realizing that your cycle can be, there's so many different ways to do it. Um, A lot of, I'm not, I'm assuming that your business program is not like this, but a lot of, if you join someone's program, someone will tell you a formula and you have to follow that formula. And like, it, it just doesn't apply to everyone where if you realize all the different ways that it could be like that, your sales cycle could be one online launch a year. Like there are some business that are actually built. They just launch one time of year and they make a shit ton of money during that one launch. And some people do it seasonally. Some people have a different promotion every single week, you know, and it's just realizing what actually works with your energy type. Like, are you someone who just wants to be building and building and going, going all, all the time? I know people like that where some people want to take an entire season off. So, okay, great. You have to do more stuff outside of those seasons. And that is totally fine. I suggest members in my program commit to the formula only because otherwise a lot of people don't feel like it's possible or don't believe it's going to work or just don't. So basically learn the rules so you can break them. Yeah. No, I love that. Like try this, please dedicate yourself to this, do the things, do the tasks, schedule the time. And then we can figure the rest out later. We can figure out how it works for your neuro spicy brain, or we can figure out how it works for your crazy schedule or whatever. Mm -hmm. I love that. If someone is new to this entire concept, do you have suggestions for how to map out your year or journal about your year or just think about a new way of structuring your business that reflects your personal seasons? Is that a hard question? 
No, um, I think it's a nuanced question. I feel like if you've come from a corporate background in any way, then switching to being an online business owner, an entrepreneur in any way, it's also recognizing that sales can come in seasons where it's okay if every single month isn't the same. And some people hate that. They like are afraid of this roller coaster of income and like things going up and things going down. But if you can actually identify what times of year are the best times to sell and that, and just basing your sales off of that, it just works better, right? And versus being like, oh my gosh, I made half of what I made last month, this month, everything is going to shit. Everything is going wrong. It's just, it's, it's not true. We're not in this continual grind of everything is going to be the exact same every single month. Yeah. Um, I think some advice that was given to me when I was starting my business was like, as with the stock market, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm. And that's what was taught to me at the time. Oh my gosh. Well, it's interesting because I like, I actually have had the opposite of experience in business, even though like I know that having, um, uh, up and down months is totally normal. That hasn't been my experience. And I've been in business for 10 years. And a part of that is because I've always had to be the breadwinner in my relationship. And I live in the most expensive place in the United States. And having to have a certain baseline, like it was the highest priority for me versus anything else. So I would I would actually price lower to ensure that I would get a certain number of clients and just have more clients and work more. And like, so like, oh, and then, I mean, much later on realizing I, I it was be okay to actually take on more because I had the testimonials, because I had the proof, because I had the mindset in place. But like at the beginning, like I was actually pricing low just to have a, a baseline of income because I needed to. And that's, that is a reality for some people that I just want to acknowledge. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I, I was a bartender and an actor, so I was always comfortable with windfalls and being paid in big chunks. Cause that's always how I, I either made money by people throwing loonies into my jar at night or by booking a Tim Hortons commercial. Like that's how I made money. So I've never had my corporate paycheck coming in and needed to rely on that. So mindset wise, ready to rock and roll never bugged me to not be consistent. Oh yeah, I I didn't start doing project-based sales until much later. Like I was just doing hourly rates. So <laughs> right out of college I went to freelancing cuz both my parents were freelance graphic designers so the idea of freelancing was normal to me. Just to call attention to like when we're talking about mindset and if this is kind of new to you, what Sam just said was Having graphic designers as parents and working freelance was normal to me. And mindset is kind of about identifying what is normal to you and maybe can new things be normal to you and new things just inherently feel possible. Yeah. I like to think of it like, um, because we have a part of our brain called the reticular activating system, which is like literally the only point of it is to prove what you believe. Because <laughs> we get, I wish I knew the numbers off the top of my head, but the amount of information that comes into our senses and like literally every second is just insane. It's just insane how much information comes in that our body can take in. So our conscious mind has to filter and it, it filters through our reticular activating system, which tells it like this is important to tell us. So your dad leaving when you were a kid has taught the reticular activating system to find more proof that men are dogs, you can't trust anyone, like whatever it that like core belief has set or or that like money is safe or like what are the things that is currently in the reticular activating system 
And how we want to actually change that. And so I, and the classic example of this is if you just buy a, a blue Prius, all of a sudden you start seeing a bunch of blue Priuses everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, where, what are all the blue Priuses? It's, it's not, there's no more than there were before. It's just that switch your brain to be like, this is important to pay attention to. So what I like to think about with the reticular activating system specifically is like, if you can think of you're a fish in a fish tank and you're just swimming in this water and like, you don't even know that the water is around you. And it's your job to jump into another tank or like maybe in a pristine lake. And so the opportunity there is start flooding your system with new inputs. So if you follow a bunch of Instagram accounts that are just bashing men all the time or like are joking about how the economy sucks, like unfollow all of those or like maybe you want to bash men. I don't know. Um, But whatever the thing that you don't want to actually be a part of your reality, you need to actually unfollow, stop looking at those and start putting in new inputs. So when I was doing my big mindset jump, I was just listening to podcasts all the time of people with different beliefs than me. And I was listening to audiobooks all the time with different, like of teaching me just a new way of what what was normal. What could I actually believe? What um, was possible for me? Just so that I had completely different inputs, especially because during this time period, my husband was like, you should probably shut down your business because you're stressed out all the time and you're working all the time. And because he didn't see it, he didn't see what was possible, but I believed. And so now he's like, oh my God, you can do everything. Like, you're so amazing. Da, 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 like all these things. But he was like, just trying to keep me safe. So especially if you have people in a, around you who don't believe it, you, you who don't have the same vision as you, who tell you that your pricing is too high. Like, you don't want to talk to those people, honestly. Like, don't talk to talk about business to those people. You want to start it. So like, go, join a group like Jenna's that will probably put you in a room with people who are showing m- huge income leaps. Be in a, uh, start listening to different audiobooks, different different podcasts, uh, join a mastermind, follow different um, Instagram accounts. Like, that's how I would start flooding your system and jump into a new fish tank just to see what's possible. And if you are someone who is a part of the global majority or is a quote unquote minority group, this is where you want to start finding proof that's possible for your people or people who you identify with. If you are an immigrant to Canada and you don't see any examples of people like you who are doing what you want to do, go find them. Your brain needs proof. If you are queer and you don't see people who have the level of success you want around you, you don't have any people in your network like that, go find people. They exist. Find those examples and just start flooding your system with that. Okay, that's it. We've done it. If everyone (laughs) listening makes that change, I absolutely am obsessed with how you just explained that. My brain works in like fishbowl analogies. So (laughs) that's perfect. (laughs) If we all just do that even a little bit every day, It Mm -hmm. will be absolutely transformative and life-changing. Yeah. You've been so generous with your knowledge and your time, and there's so much to dive into here. I am going to weirdly listen back to this podcast (laughs) and learn from it. Thank you so much. Where do you want people to go to take their next step toward you? The easy first step is... You can get the fr- the free chapters of my book, Regenerative Business. You can also buy the ebook, the physical book, or the audio book. All of those are available at shop.thedirtyalchemy.com or on Amazon, especially if you're international. Like when we ship to you, it'll be like we have some people from Australia DMing, being like, hey, shipping's like $50. Like, what other options are there? I'm just like, just go on Amazon. It's like no, no shipping cost if you buy from Amazon. And 
If you want to go deeper, I'm the most active on Instagram. So you can just hang out with me on Instagram at The Dirty Alchemy. I have a podcast called Regenerative Business. And then we have tons and tons of online courses that you can check out on Instagram or on our website. Brilliant. And all of it, of course, will be in the show notes. And I love you on Instagram. Everything you say, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Did you guys see that? Did everybody read that? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I feel the same. I feel like I'm only sharing your stuff. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sam. We'll see you. Oh, I usually say we'll see you in the next one. Um, I'll see you online. See you guys online.